It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is January 7th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossman. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR.OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic... The Orlando Magic lose a big part of their future for both the short and the long term with another devastating ACL injury costing the Magic one of their most promising and best young players on the team. We'll talk about Markel Fultz, what his loss means for this team in both the short and the long term, and just how devastating this loss is for the franchise once again. We will also talk about the Magic's win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's not all bad news at the Amway Center. So we'll, we'll, take, we'll talk about that and what the Magic have to do now moving forward. Lots to get to on today's episode, but before we do any of that, I'll remind you that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. If you want the lowdown on the Cleveland Cavaliers and their perspective on this game, check out Locked On Cavs. If you want to look ahead to Friday's game against Houston Rockets, check out Locked On Rockets. No matter what team you're interested in, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, or MLB 2, or College 2, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. About four minutes into the Orlando Magic's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday, Markel Fultz was doing what he always does. He was trying to create offense, trying to get the Magic moving, get the Magic going. He's become such a vital part of this Magic offense. He's the guy who initiates the, the team, gets them, gets them into their sets, and is really just the main creator. Someone who can take his man off the dribble and make almost anything happen, it feels like. Um, he started off the year on such a strong note it really felt like he was due for another major breakout um, after having a strong season last year. But as he drove down down the lane, just trying to get to the basket, trying to create something, very clearly something went wrong. Now, the replay showed that there was some contact to his knee, to his left knee, but most of it was incidental. Um, and it was very, very clear from the beginning exactly what kind of injury it was. As Fultz went to go up for a basket, he screamed in pain. And sitting up in the media loge, you could hear the scream rising up toward, you know, through the empty Amway Center, through the largely empty Amway Center. Um, I did not watch the replay of this game, just my choice there. Um People told me that on the broadcast, you could clearly hear Fultz screaming as well. Um, It was unavoidable. And that kind of pain only comes from one kind of injury. As the Magic would reveal after the game, 
Markel Fultz had torn the ACL in his left knee. He would be done for the game, and he is done for the season. We've seen the last of Markel Fultz for the 2021 season. And a season that started off with so much optimism, with him really taking control and taking the reins, is ending once again with a promising young Magic player on the shelf. It's frustrating. It's agonizing. It's disappointing. It's all these different emotions. But mostly it's just heartbreaking. Because what we, what could have been, what should have been, is now put on the shelf again. Now we all have to wait and see what he becomes and go through this long process of recovering from an ACL injury. It was devastating. Just as Jonathan Isaac's injury was devastating in August, it was devastating to see this happen to someone who's worked so hard to put himself in this position. And certainly, his teammates felt that frustration. It's a huge blow for us. Uh, but, you know, us, uh, you know, most, you know, fortunately for him, this is, you know, really, uh, it really sucks because... You know, he finally, after you know, three years, when you know he, he had injury with his shoulder, and last year he finally you know got to play, and then this year it was supposed to be a big year for him. It was really, you know, uh, ready and was really feeling great, and then uh, you know, started off the season awesome. And it really sucks, you know, for, for, for a guy like him who's worked his way back. Uh, it's a very difficult injury, and you know, to have him play like that, it's uh, it's hard to see. Uh, you know, you, you definitely feel it for the guy, and uh, you know, it's unfortunate that it's just part of the job when we do injuries happen. Uh, and I'm sure he's gonna, you know, get back, you know, better from it and stronger. But it's just another part of what he has to go through uh, in his career. But it really sucks. I mean, it really, you know, makes you, uh, you know, appreciate the game more when you know you see the things like that happen and how it can be taken away from somebody for a long period, just one second in one play. So obviously, we'll, we'll all, you know, pray for him for a you know, quick recovery. You know, we'll be there to support him. But it, it definitely sucks tonight and kind of overshadows the win. What's painful about all this is we won't know what could have been. Marco Fultz has been on a steady upward trajectory, on a steady up upward climb since arriving in Orlando. The team took a chance on a guy that the Sixers had largely given up on after two seasons dealing with thoracic outlet syndrome and, and not being able to get on the floor with just 33 games. He played in 72 of the Magic 73 games last season. The game he missed was because of an illness, not because of his shoulder issues. He became the starting point guard within five games and showed flashes of why he was the number one pick. Magic fans certainly hoped that maybe he could reach that number one pick again. I, I was, I'm still skeptical of that. But Magic fans hoped that he could take this team to another level. The big, big, big thing most Magic fans were asking me throughout the course of the summer is why didn't the Magic have the ball in Markel's hands more? Fans wanted to believe in this kid. Fans wanted to believe that this was the guy that would lead this team to the future, and certainly the Magic wanted to believe that too. And at least through the first seven games of the season, he made good on that. A twenty-six, a career-high 26-point effort in a win over the Washington Wizards, a 17-point fourth-quarter comeback win was the high-water mark. 
He was averaging 14.3 points per game and 6.1 assists per game entering this game. And while his jumper never really came around, never really came back to what it was like at Washington, he was able to still make an impact with his passing, with his assisting, with his ability to play make and make others better. He sucked up space. Teams went under screens. He took it. Took it right at him. And when he was aggressive, the Magic offense was flowing. The Magic were off to a 5-2 and two start. Now 6-2 and two after Wednesday's win. One of their best starts in a long time. It's again, no guarantee of ultimate success, but the Magic were achieving a lot of the goals they wanted to achieve. This was enough for the Magic to invest in him for their future. A three-year, $50 million extension. A belief, a confirmation of their belief in him. They put their faith in him. Just as they put their faith in Jonathan Isaac, who's now recovering from a torn ACL. That faith could still yet be rewarded. But of course, now one of those three years that Markel Fultz signed that new contract, he'll be on the shelf. He won't be available. He won't be able to play. Or, let me amend that, for half of one of those seasons, because with the injury occurring in January, it's possible that Fultz could be back by next January, or by next February. We're on the all-star break, perhaps, of next season. So his 2022 season is not completely lost. Certainly, the rest of this season's lost, as well as the beginning of next season. And Fultz is going to need time to get acclimated. So now, again, two of those three seasons in under Fultz's contract, and supposedly that third year is a team option, Fultz will be trying to get back from this major injury. Orlando put their trust in him. Orlando believes in this kid. And there is no reason... Not to. There's no reason to give up on him. He's 23, 24 years old. Still incredibly young, and ACL injuries are not the deaths are not a death sentence by any means. The issue with ACL injuries is time. Jonathan Isaac is out for this season, but he will be back. And the Magic are excited to have him back in 2021, expecting him to do, deliver big things once again and get back to where he was, as so many players have when they've recovered from this injury. They expect big things from Chuma Okiki, who also tore his ACL while he was in college. And while a bone bruise sidelined him, they certainly believe that it has nothing to do with his, with his injury or will affect his injury. It's just another thing he has to recover from and heal from. But that's all... A solace of some, of some sort. That is all just a, a hope for the future. Just like these players and their talent and their ability is a hope for the future. In the present, the Magic will be without these key players. If the Magic are a young team trying to build to something, are a young team trying to give their young players playoff experience so that they can grow and take over and lead this team, then they're absent. They're not there. They're not there to gain that experience. Last year's trip in the bubble to the playoffs was, frankly, a little empty because Isaac was back home. Bamba, Mo Bamba, was back home. Aaron Gordon was back home. Key players that needed 
playoff experience that needed to go through those reps to get through that pressure were no longer there. And now for the rest of this season, no matter what happens, whether the Magic are able to maintain their playoff spot or the Magic fade away, these players, or Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac at the very least, are not going to be there. Those players are just sitting there, tantalizing and in waiting to come back. This sucks so much because this is lost time. It's not just about contracts. It's not just about you know dead money on a salary sheet. This is lost time for these young men to develop and grow as players, to become the players that they are meant to be. If Jonathan Isaac is going to be an all-defensive team player, it would have started this year. And he's not playing. Markel Fultz was taking tremendous leaps, becoming a true starting point guard, showing how how much his growth was worth, how much how, how rewarding the magic for the faith they put in him and acquiring him in the first place and taking the chance on him. And now that's on hold. Everything for this franchise has been on hold, it seems. The one thing that I've that I think we've all agreed on, even if we disagree on, on how the magic get there, is that the magic need to start moving forward. They need to start shaping their future. And so much of shaping that future is about understanding what you have, the building blocks and the pieces you're going to build with. With the contract extensions the Magic gave to Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz, they are 100% part of this team's future. They are building blocks. They are core pieces. They are guys the Magic believe in and want to grow with. And they're not there. They're unavailable. So this season, it becomes very difficult to see that future. It becomes very difficult to envision that future. It becomes very difficult to realize that future. Still, the games will go on. They don't stop just because of an injury. They don't stop just because... Uh, just because. The schedule always marches on. The Magic will still have a lot of work to do. And the Magic still have their goal of reaching the playoffs for a third straight year. With no reason to believe they can't still make it. Cole Anthony is going to have to step up. The rookie is going to be put to the fire immediately now. He's going to have to grow up very, very quickly. And improve dramatically. But if Wednesday's any indication, the Magic, while mourning and dealing with this humongous loss to their roster, a loss of a good friend for a lot of people, there's the belief that they can still get the job done. I mean, when it first happened, I mean, everybody was kind of shaking up, but we quickly like kicked the. Um, Got back into the game just to realize that like, we still had to win this game. I mean, if least we could do was try to win this game for Markel. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have wanted us just to go out there and just lay an egg after we see him get hurt. So I mean, I just I'm glad we were able to, to at least get that win. But it definitely shook everybody. I mean, it's like we, we were focusing on the game. But after the game, everybody even at halftime, dudes was like, "Yo, let me try to check in on Kel." Um, yeah, just next man up. 
uh, we know Markel's a big part of our team, and you know, right then, right then there, we knew that we we're going to face some type of adversity. So, you know, we're either going to step up and and uh, meet the challenge, or you know, we're going to fold. But uh, you know, we, we did a good job of what we played. A lot of guys stepped up. Um, Dwayne Bacon played big. Jordan Bone hit some clutch shots. Uh, Kim brought the energy. Bush was, you know, solid. Everybody played good. Cole played well. Um, we just got to find a way to, to carry that, and we just got to have the mindset of, uh, you know, next man up. It is indeed next man up for the Orlando Magic, and if Wednesday's any indication, they'll be able to keep in the fight and stay in the fight. Um, we'll talk about Wednesday's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, a victory for the Orlando Magic here coming up in just a moment. But, you know, I know it's hard to transition to this with kind of the somber news of the day for the Orlando Magic, but we do have to read some ad copy. If you're ready for football, college football playoff coming to a close on Monday, the NFL playoffs starting on Saturday, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Whether it's the NFL game of the week, NFL playoffs again start on Saturday. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing the Washington football team on Saturday night. Or the college football playoff with Alabama and Ohio State taking on taking on each other uh, for the national championship on Monday. Um, or just the top games in sports, like the NBA, every single night. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. This podcast is also brought to you by CBDMD. January is important in setting the tone for the new year, and in 2021, that has never been more true. Luckily, our good friends at CBDMD are here to give you the support you need to conquer your New Year's resolutions and make this year your best one yet. CBD Relieve with Lidocaine fuses CBDMD's hybrid broad-spectrum formula with fast-acting lidocaine to help provide temporary relief for minor aches and pains. And with the new bag-on valve spray technology, relief can be applied comfortably at any angle, even upside down. And to make it even easier to get you started off right, they're offering all our listeners 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com. Promo code NBA for 20% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBD. Twenty twenty is mercifully over. Twenty twenty one doesn't seem to be off to as good a start either. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts today. The uh, the game still went on, though. You know, we're four minutes into the game. We see this devastating injury. The Magic call a quick timeout and, and have to regroup and have to find a way to play again. And, you know, I, I give the Magic a ton of credit. As, as Terrence Ross and, and Cole Anthony said in, in, in that last bike that I that butted together there at the end of the first segment, um, they had to find a way to play. And, and they knew that Markel would want them to play. Markel is a fighter. He's a competitor. He is not someone that's ever going to lie down and just kind of give up on a game. And, and, you know, I've already seen some fans 
send me gifs of tanks and and say you know it's time to tank that Markov that Markov Fultz is out out for the year. And my response to that is, this team is six and two. They're second in the Eastern Conference. They're not tanking. We'll talk about that. I think on tomorrow's episode, I've got y'all know where I stand on on that issue. But give the team the chance to succeed or fail. Um, you know, there's still a lot of season left. If they're going to be bad enough to be tanking, they'll be bad enough to be tanking. This team should still be good enough to make the playoffs. Frankly, I I, I can't right now. Like I I can't do that. That's not what Markel Fultz would want. That's that's not what anyone on this team wants. And they played like it um, in in Wednesday's win. Uh, honestly, the Magic played about as well as they played all year. Um, I, I thought, you know, the first quarter was certainly sluggish. The Magic really struggled to get themselves going. Nikola Vucevic struggled to get himself going. I think he missed his first five or six shots of the game. Um, you know, I thought Fultz had good bounce. Um, I thought he was playing really aggressively and, and really learned his lesson uh, from... That from that first first game against Cleveland, um, but Orlando was you know they were struggling a little bit, but they they found their groove very very quickly, and you know I think you got to give a lot of credit to the defense for that. I think you got to give a lot of credit to um, give a lot of credit to how the team played, uh, and, and just uh, Terrence Ross of course getting hot certainly helped. I think he scored eleven points in the second quarter, um, eleven of his twenty um, made. You know, he he ended up making five of six three pointers. Made his first five three pointers in the game. Orlando, once they found their rhythm, once they found their groove offensively, it, it was over. Um, you know, I, Cleveland just could not crack the Magic defense. A lot of it was they were missing a ton of shots, even some open shots. Uh, Chetty Osman's shot selection wasn't great, um, but he was zero for seven from three when he was a big factor uh, in the Magic's uh, or in the Cavs. You know, making it a game uh, in the first half uh, on on Monday. Um, the Magic did so many good things. Um, you know, again, we should be celebrating what was a really nice win, a 105-94 win over the Cavaliers. And again, I, I don't... It, 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 the thing about the Markel Fultz injuries, it is a pall that hangs over everything. Just like the Jonathan Isaac injury is hanging over everything still. Um, this Magic team is not as good as it can be because Jonathan Isaac is not out there. This team will not be as good as it can be because Marco Fultz isn't out there. They might still be fine. They might still be good. I, I honestly, I am not saying, I, I think this team can still make the playoffs. Um, you know, again, there's still a lot to clean up. I think the offense is still, uh, gets a little bit stuck on one side of the ball, but one side of the floor. But, uh, you know, again, after that first quarter, the Magic really moved the ball effectively. They went side to side. They got themselves open shots. They got to the foul line a little bit. They got into the paint. They got to the basket. They got open three-point shots. It was, not again, not the cleanest offensive game. This game was about the Magic's defense. The Magic's defense in the half court was fantastic. Um, they did a good job directing the Cavs where they wanted them to go, usually around along the baseline where they did a good job trapping and, and cutting off any chance to penetrate the lane. Um, Orlando... Again, just they played a really good game. Um, you know, this is the kind of game that I think, you know, we've been waiting on for the Magic to have, where they just they just blow the doors off someone, and they did it twice against Cleveland now, where they were just in control for so much of the game. I mean, and you know, Monday it was Aaron Gordon getting really really hot that kind of changed that game up a little bit. This time it was just everyone kind of doing their part. Um, you know, Nikola Vucevic got going in the third quarter, and and you know, I, I think Vuce has been fantastic all year long but I, I honestly you know maybe it's because we were all in a daze watching it. it it just it didn't feel like there was much to this game except that the magic were just the better team 
Um, again, they just executed their stuff better. They played really solid, strong defense. The Magic took care of their business. Uh, and that's what you want to see from good teams. Now, again, that doesn't mean that there isn't work to do. That doesn't mean that there's, um, again, necessarily work to do. That doesn't mean this was a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination. We're still eight games into the season. Teams are not who they're going to be yet. There's still a lot of work to do and, and a lot of things that teams are going to have to do to win. Uh, we're not seeing the final form of any team in the league. And the Magic are going to have to make some big adjustments with Fultz out of the lineup. And, and again, Cole Anthony's a big part of that. Cole Anthony's going to have to step up his game in a major way. I'll talk about him coming up here when we go over the box score. Um, but the Magic, you know, have seen their defense come around. Um, the last three games, uh, the first dating back to the Oklahoma City the Oklahoma City home game that they lost, the Magic's defense has been solid. You know, some, some mistakes here and there. It's not perfect yet, but... The, Ma- the Magic are back to playing really strong defense, and actually they're back in the top 10 in the league in defensive rating once again. Holding a team under 100 points, they're going to climb those rankings again. The Magic's offense is, you know, hanging on to be in the top half of the league, so I would say the offense still has some work to do. Um, honestly, I think some of the team's pace is going to have to change, but overall, this game, the Fultz bad news makes it a bad day. Um, it, that's, that's, that's the fact. The Fultz bad news makes this a really bad day. Um, you know, I, I think I said in my grades post it was a it, this was not a Pyrrhic victory. If you know what a Pyrrhic victory is, um, it's it's a essentially a term that means a phrase that means um, a victory that ends up actually being a loss. Uh, it would be the best way to describe it. Or it's it's it, you you won the game but you lost the war. This was that. You know, the magic lost a key player. Um, but they won this game and they played really well doing it. Um, you know, as, as, as I often tell you, the regular season uh, is about... Um, the regular season is about consistency. It's about what you can do on your worst day. It's about what you can do every day. Without Markel Fultz out there, we're going to be interesting to see what the Magic can do. And so we'll talk a little bit about what that might be, what that might look like coming up here in just a moment. But before we dive into the box score, let me tell you a little bit more about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You go to rockauto.com for to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, so you can quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why? Spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients 
and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. When you need fantasy basketball advice, like what to do to replace Markel Fultz from your lineup, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast today. Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. The line of magic again defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, 105. Uh, hold on, I've got the score here. Uh, 105 to 94. We're all we're all a little rattled today. Uh, it, it appears. Um, uh, let's run through the box score real fast. Uh, you know, again, the Markel Fultz injury, obviously, the the big story in the the main thing that that's coming out of this game, and we discussed at length earlier in the show uh, what it means. But the Magic still played a really nice game. You know, Orlando shoots 49.4 percent from the floor, 12 for 29 from beyond the arc, 13 of 18 from the foul line. They do turn the ball over 15 times, which remains a concern, but Cleveland is one of the better turnover teams in the league, so I, I don't think it's something to be too worried about. Terrence Ross led the team in scoring with 20 points, 6 for 9 shooting, 5 for 6 from beyond the arc, doing Terrence Ross things. Um, not a lot to say about his game. Uh, he caught fire. I think that really helped the Magic kind of find their level um, late in the first and early in the second quarter, um, and the team went from there. Nikola Vucevic actually turned in a really nice game at the end of the day. 16 points, 7 for 18 shooting, 1 for 5 from beyond the arc, which makes him 6 for 13 uh, inside the arc. So not the best shooting night. Um, he didn't miss his first five or six shots. He, you know, he admitted that that was, a problem. That was something that he struggled with. But ends up with seven rebounds and six assists, too. Um, so Vucevic became a really versatile player, and this was his first kind of big assist game of the year. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think Nikola Vucevic is going to get triple-double at some point this year. Um, that, that, that'll be my bold prediction of the year. Um, Cleveland runs a lot of zone, and what the Magic did a really good job of, the Magic pick apart zone defenses. I don't know why. The Magic love seeing zone defenses. They destroy them. They did last year, at least. I don't know what the, the stats are this year on zone defenses. Um, but the Magic tend to have a very good record against zone defenses. Um, they did a good job of spotting Vucevic at the free throw line, where he just kind of picked them apart. I mean, you, again, you get if you know if you've ever played basketball, know how to attack a zone defense, especially a two-three zone. If you can get a get a player at the free throw line and the defense, that that's kind of the soft spot in the zone, and you can really pass and go from anywhere from there. And Vucevic is so skilled. Uh, both as a shooter and as a passer, that he really takes advantage of, of the, those opportunities. Had a lot of nice assists digging down to Ken Birch. Had a lot of nice assists getting out to the perimeter. Again, setting, setting guys up on handoffs. It was a very strong Nikola Vucevic game at the end of the day. Um, I, I know I said this after Monday's game. Uh, Nikola Vucevic is playing at a much higher level. I mean, this was a bad game, and he still did so many good things. Um, I thought, you know, early on, struggled with Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond pinned him a few times. Um, you know, again, not the best defensive game for him, um, but he did get some key stops on Andre Drummond throughout the course of the game, uh, and again, kind of kept him in check. 
Aaron Gordon finished with 15 points, 5 for 7 shooting, 2 for 2 from beyond the arc. Just 3 for 7 from the line, though. 8 rebounds. 3 assists against 5 turnovers. Um, Obviously not as good as Monday's game, but good to see Aaron Gordon continuing to have solid games and solid performances, especially now with Markel Fultz out. He's going to need to do a little bit more playmaking. He's going to need to do a little bit more scoring and attacking. Um, You know, got a little dribble happy at times, but overall I thought kept the ball moving. Shot the ball very, very confidently. Continues to look like he's moving a whole lot better, so I think we can put the hamstring issues uh, a little bit more in the rearview mirror. Dwayne Bacon was a surprise performance of the game. 19 points, 8 for 14, shooting 2 for 5 from beyond the arc. Um, Bacon, you know, what what we were learning about Dwayne Bacon is he's very good at getting into the paint and kind of trying to finish through contact. Um, He is a very crafty finisher in the lane, good at those floaters and runners, Um, you know, good at that little short jumper. Um, he does a lot of those things really, really well. I mean, he's got a scorer's mentality, and, and that was on display in this game. And and honestly, I think we've seen more good than bad from Dwayne Bacon through the course of the year. When he's been bad, he's been bad, though. Don't get me wrong. When he isn't when he isn't performing well, it's been it hasn't been great. Um, but a, a really solid performance, a solid game here. James Ennis played his first game of the season, six points, two for three shooting, um, two offensive rebounds for Ennis. Um, again, looked pretty good. You know, shot was definitely a little bit off. His timing was a little bit off, but you know, Ennis did a lot of things that we expect James Ennis to do. You know, his, his stats are never going to be super flashy. So, a solid game for him. Kareem Manet scored his first points of his career. Ken Birch, another really solid game, six points, ten rebounds, three for four shooting. The Magic do a really, really good job overall. Again, uh, a lot to be happy about. It does sound like they're going to get Evan Fournier back soon as well. Um, Fournier was on the active roster. He tried to give it a go. The Magic decided ultimately to hold him out one more game. So we might see Evan Fournier play on Friday when the Magic begin their Texas road trip against the Houston Rockets. The Cleveland Cavaliers shoot just 42.4% from the floor. Just 4 for 26 from beyond the arc. So 15.4% there. Um, they do get 13 offensive rebounds. They only turn the ball over 10 times. So, the, so you know, the Magic still have some things to clean up. Um, you know, some some defense to get into. But the Cavs just weren't shooting very well. Colin Sexton, 21 points on 8 for 20 shooting. Andre Drummond, nine, 19 points on 9 for 16 shooting with 15 rebounds. He's really the only big force. So six offensive rebounds. He'd seem like he scored on every single one of them. Um, you know, Larry Nance was 4 for 7 for 10 points. Jetty Osmond was just 1 for 12, 0 for 7 from beyond the arc. Cleveland just couldn't really find their rhythm after after the strong start to the game, uh, where they were up 11-3 at the time at the point that Fultz got hurt. Um, the the Cavs just never really found their rhythm again. Orlando did a good job defending them. I thought their scheme was really really good. They directed the Cavs where they wanted them to go, um, largely locked down the glass. Not perfect again, um, but the guys that they wanted shooting threes were the guys that shot threes. They contested threes really well. I thought their closeouts were a lot better. So I think the Magic are getting better, and I think the defense is rounding into form. The Orlando Magic defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 105-94. to Of course, the story is the Magic lose Markel Fultz for the season with a torn ACL. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore MD. And, of course, the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. I know as Magic fans, it was a rough day, a rough rough time to watch the game um, in our nation. It was also a very, very rough day as well um, with the violence that happened at the Capitol um, in protest of the, um, of the uh, counting of the ballots 
Um, I'm recording this now at about 3.30 in the morning. Um, President uh, Joe Biden has been officially confirmed as the president-elect of the United States. He will be inaugurated on January 20th. And despite the efforts of terrorists um, and people who viewed revolution as the only way to to get the political outcome that they wanted rather than the ballot box, which we had a fair and free election that ended with the result that we ended with, um, democracy has prevailed. And despite this being a very dark day and, a, and frankly, a very embarrassing day for our country and our democracy, at the end of the day, democracy won. Um, and uh, I, I will leave you with these two positive notes um, that despite all the trouble going on in the world, um, our principles have held up and, you know, our system has worked. Um, and, and ultimately the voice of the people was heard, um, in the, in the form of this election and in the form of the counting of the electoral ballots that confirmed that, uh, Joe Biden will be the president of the United States come January 20th. The other note that I will leave you with is something I meant, meant to mention yesterday, but it slipped my mind. Um, with the results going on in the Georgia Senate ele- Senate runoff elections, it is important to note that athlete activism and that activism in general does have an effect on the world. Um, and, and I want to give a special shout out and a special mention and notice of the women of the WNBA. Um, I, I covered the Minnesota Lynx when I, as an, on, on an internship when I was in um, college, and I... You know, I, I was I am a WNBA fan. I, I won't say that I watch it religiously. Um, I do support it, and I do do watch the playoffs and, and big games as they come up, especially in the summer. Um, I, I I found all the women in that league at that point in two thousand nine um, just amazing women. Um, you know, true you know true leaders on the court, great great skilled basketball players. But in the eleven years since, they have become leaders in various other aspects of life. Uh, and, you know, there's there's a saying among WNBA Twitter that the WNBA is so important. Um, it's not just as models for young girls. I mean, if I had a daughter, I would want her to be, to, to watch these women of the WNBA and see how they act, how they act, how they comport themselves, how they, you know, are excellent at what they do. Um, and how they care about the world around them. Um, that is a community that cares very deeply about the world that they're leaving behind for young women, their children, for everyone else in society. And you know, they, you know, they have been in front of so many issues involving social justice. You know, because that that affects them immediately. I mean, it's I, it's 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 unbelievable how much they've been ahead of the men on a lot of these issues and their willingness to speak out and, and do what's right. Um, and so the, the women of the WNBA deserve all of our praise. I mean, again, agree or disagree with the results of those elections. You know, the women of the WNBA believed in something. They, they did their research on it uh, and they, they, spoke, they spoke their truth and they spoke um, in a way that, that made an impact in the world. Um, so... I agree the WNBA is so important. And so I log off today with an entreaty to someone out there, bring back the miracle, bring the WNBA back to Orlando. We want to, we should want to be a part of that league and everything that it's doing uh, for young women uh, across the country to, for just, you know, a, a ex, 
excellence, period, uh, and, and everything that they're doing elsewhere. With that, I'm going to sign off. Again, a tough day for all of us, um, you know, whether you're a Magic fan or not. Um, and we'll see you next time here on Lockdown. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.